That's me, Millie. My life was pretty normal until the night I switched bodies with a serial killer. Hello? Oh my God, why do I sound like that? Freaky, right? Don't freak out. Really? It's me, it's Millie. Here, here, Blissfield. I feel our glory and our might. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes, I'm some kind of freak, Who knows how many of our friends he's gonna kill? Oh my god, it's a slaughterhouse. I want my body back. Come and get it. You're black! I'm gay! We are so dead! Whoa, what am I wearing? You get recognized, we are screwed. I can't see shit. How do killers do this? Oh, sorry. Oh, that's your face. Okay. I'm just a girl. I can't wait to kill you. I'm just a girl. Time to stab this asshole. I'm just a girl. Yes, I'm some kind of freak. Stop! I'm trying to stab myself! Great murder, Barbie. of High on Horror. I'm one of your hosts, Miles. We're also joined by Chris. What up, Chris? Heyo. And Senior Josh. Hello, Josh. Hello, my friend. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks, buddy. June babies got to represent our our <laughs> June babies. <laughs> it's also, it's, it's our, our friend Jay West's birthday I think tomorrow. Happy birthday, friend. Yeah, way to go, Jay. You aged. <laughs> June <job>. babies. <laughs> Wipeout! <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you boys do anything spooky since we last recorded? I did. I did spooky stuff. For my birthday, my three-year-old niece got me this Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warrior shirt. And I love it so much. Thing is rad. She knows me so well. I'm only three years old. (laughs) (laughs) And it's amazing. And uh, other than that, I watched episode four of the new season of Stranger Things, and it fucking is terrifying. So buckle up for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Much like the Dream Warriors, from what I understand. Yes. Yes, it was. (laughs) Exactly (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. That's been my spooky thing, too, has been Stranger Things, and boy, was it horror-esque this season's so good like strange things i feel like it's always been horror adjacent and now it's just like now we're like straight up horror yeah it's definitely influenced by it because it's it's that type of scary but this this season it's a whole new level it's fucking intense yeah miles did you do anything spooky well um i stayed in the hotel from hell that was pretty cool yeah, um, I, I went out of town for a wedding and um, I, the, I was intending to stay with a relative who caught COVID. So it was like last minute, got to find a hotel. There was a big gay parade, a gay pride parade there. So people from all over the country came and took up all the hotel 
as well as like you know the people at the wedding so it was very difficult to find one i ended up on your last stitch it is a, a motel called the red carpet inn are you fellas familiar with the red carpet inn yeah i know red carpet inn sounds like a murder documentary <laughs> title it very much is uh, apparently it's a place you go to shoot heroin if you'd like to yeah we're calling you out <laughs> red carpet inn fuck you guys so I was got the last room there, and it was they were like, "Would you like a smoking room?" And I was like, "No." And they're like, "Well, that's what we got left." And I was like, <laughs> "No, it's All not right. eight, 1984. Thank you very much." <laughs> but I was like, "Okay, that's fine. I guess whatever." The cigarettes are cigarettes. I had no idea the smell this place was going to have. I opened the door and it like drop kicked me in the balls. I was just like, "Oh my god, the smell is horrific!" <laughs> as soon as you step in, it's like you now smell like this room. This is just who you are. You are the guy that smells like wet cigarettes. Uh, they didn't change the blankets from the last people who were there, so there was hairs and a literally a scab in the blankets. It was disgusting, and um, so I'm like, "Well, if I'm getting bed bugs anywhere, this is it." So I yanked all the blankets and stuff off the bed, and I took off the. Uh, the pillowcases and one of the pillows had blood on it and it, that was upsetting and then i was like well shit i don't have time to figure all this out i have to go to a rehearsal dinner so i went in to shave shaved my face wiped it off on a towel towel was still wet from the previous occupants uh, yeah it was fucking awful it wasn't water so I, either uh, it wasn't it was probably bad juices yeah. And uh so Come baby Wipe <laughs> 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 And uh <laughs> Then uh then I had to go to this thing and I was like, I'm not putting any of my luggage in this room or everything is going to smell like this. So I just locked up, went to the thing, came back after ten o'clock at night, it was like ten forty five, and I was just like This is horrible. Maybe if I open a window it'll be good. Nope. Windows were busted out. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Couldn't open the window because like, the glass was holding it shut. So then I jumped in the shower and I got out and I like dried myself off with the other towel. And that smelled just like the room. And I was like, fuck. What am I going to do? So I was like, you know what might help? Popcorn. So I threw a bag of popcorn in the microwave. And I was like, this will override the smell of smoke or at least contribute to it. And it, I had that microwave, or I had the popcorn in the microwave for eight minutes, and it didn't pop at all. <laughs> there wasn't a single pop. Oh my <laughs> I was god! Just like, fuck this! And then I found a little air freshener thing. I was like, what if I sleep with this next to my face? I opened it up, and there was a dead cockroach on it. And I was like, ah, is this worth it? Is this worth me potentially getting bed bugs, smelling like this for an entire wedding, and potentially being stabbed in my sleep? And the answer was no. It is not. So I went out to my car to sleep in my car and I called the people and I yelled at them and they're like why did you wait until after midnight to tell us you didn't like the room and I was just like I didn't have fucking time and uh, they did not give me my money back and I drove two hours home at uh, like one in the morning because I couldn't find a way to sleep in my car I just was not capable I was too mad I was like the veins were bulging out of my forehead I was like this fucking room and uh, yep so ended up driving delirious and raging home and that was my spooky thing, was an actual danger to my life. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I got anxiety just listening to that story. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so much, like, and uh, there, I forgot to mention, there were blood stains on the carpet as well that were a little more serious looking than the one that was on the pillow, so I was just like, ah, ah. That's the it. type of place that if you burned it down, you'd have a bunch of 
fucking spirits following you around the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the battlefield of Gettysburg, so there were already ghosts, I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. The ghosts know not to go to that place. Yeah, they were, they were just like, are you sure? <laughs> you must never go there, Miles. <laughs> I'd rather be fighting for slavery for eternity than stay in that hotel, Miles. <laughs> Anyway, so yep, yeah, that was uh, that was my spooky experience. It Hell was yeah. you could say it was freaky, 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 <laughs> which is a transition into our program today. What are we talking about, Josh? Yeah, we're doing freaky from twenty twenty. All full transparency. This is the second time we're recording this episode. <laughs> Yep, we had some oopsies not, last time. Not like in a row, like we recorded it like a month or two ago, and then we, so there were some technical problems. But yeah, uh, this movie is starring the great Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton from Detective Pikachu fame. <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize she was in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was like the first movie of the pandemic. This came out like right, right when COVID happened. So it should have made a lot more money than it did, but it was it's still like I was looking up the reception and it was like it blew the box office away with one point five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it did take him a hot minute to get all that money back. It was like yeah. this movie and uh that Christopher Nolan movie were the only things that were keeping the movie theaters oh, yeah, alive tenant. at this point. Yeah. Like this movie, is a this is has a six million dollar budget and only made sixteen point two million dollars. It would have made like eighty or a hundred million dollars, like if it wasn't for COVID. Which I hope that they stinks. forgive them because this movie deserves a sequel. If I have to, yeah. yeah. Well, that, you know it's bullshit because it's it has like a ninety percent on everything. Yeah, it's uh, we have opinions about this movie for sure. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> we're redoing it for a reason because we gotta yeah. let the people know. I also looked into the director today, Christopher Landon. He directed the first. This being a, such a great horror comedy, he directed a lot of like real horror movies, as well as other like horror comedies. Because he did, he wrote like every single Paranormal Activity except for the first one. Oh, interesting! And produced all of them. He directed the marked ones. That parent was that number four or five. Something that was. Um, three but he also did both the Happy Death Days. And he did Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Have you ever seen that? I want to see that. That looks really It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> this is a, Freaky takes place in the same universe as the Happy Death Day Happy Death Day. Yes. That's what you, you keep saying. We got to do that second one. I know. The I first noticed, one was super fun. <laughs> knowing that now, this time around, I noticed they have the same ringtones. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's your birthday. Why don't you pick up the phone? Yeah, the the like text tones are the same in this movie as the other one. So, yep, pretty cool that they're all strung together. This time I watched it with my mom, so I'll be able to give you some of my mom's commentary as we come here <laughs> through here too. Yeah, this movie uh kicks off with one of the best openings in slash like this is for even though it's a horror comedy this is like an amazing slasher movie it really it's is. every it's everything i wanted it to be <laughs> it's so good this is like one of the best it's it's not overly long it's effective every single kill is perfection chef's kiss amazing yeah. <laughs> uh 
we open on four teenagers having a party at like a mansion and they're telling the urban legend of the uh what is the town's name we'll call it dulock dulock they're talking about the blissfield butcher yes which is the the local urban legend of a of a maniac that killed a bunch of people he moves through this town unseen like a ghost and he kills at will every year the blissfield butcher started his reign of terror in 1977 and it continues to this day a geriatric serial killer really don't underestimate a straight white man's propensity for violence isaac i don't care how old they are the the groups get split off like one guy and one girl go inside the other two start banging on doggy over a car good for that guy yeah <laughs> and uh we cut inside she doesn't and, let him finish it's yeah. like the the reversal yep she switched it on him <laughs> it's a vagina not an all-night drive-thru but uh inside the uh one girl's getting cleaned up because she got a drink spilt on her and the other doofus is looking at wine and the butcher pops up behind him and shoves a full bottle of wine down his throat. So fucking And then brutal. punches him in the throat. <laughs> and it, like, shatters and stabs all out his neck. It's fucking nasty. Good well, way to kick off a slasher, for sure. <laughs> yeah. The only time I've seen a kill like this in a horror movie was in Sorority Row. <laughs> <laughs> With my girl Chugs. We gotta do it someday. <laughs> yeah. This this There's, is I honestly think this is my favorite kill of the whole movie though. It's real it's, good. Like, yeah, it's it's hard to fuck with. But all of the ones in the opening here are pretty fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. The girl is getting her cleaned self cleaned up. He breaks into the bathroom and crushes her head with the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my mom and I went, I promise you, this is a comedy. And she's just like, Is it? Is it really? And I was like, you said you wanted to watch this. <laughs> The Blissfield Butcher, we should say, is Vince Vaughn. Uh, he's wearing yeah, an African mask. He's, he's stolen off the wall, so he kind of just looks like Jason with like a fucked up mask. It's and so uh, good. he has the he has the slasher walk down real good, dude. He fucking he's, he's incredible. A champion. The he, way he bursts through that wall, I'm like, that's some straight up Jason. Vince Vaughn could be Jason Voorhees, <laughs> dude. I was surprised as to how enormous that man is. I had yeah. no idea. He's like 6'4 and fucking 300 pound man. Like, he's huge. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. The Yeah, we said the couple was banging on the car. On their way back, he he pops up behind him and snaps a tennis racket in half and impales him on both sides of his head. Pretty hardcore. <laughs> it's just so fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, then he chases this final girl down and uh, eventually winds up impaling her onto a spear he threw into the wall. Where and then he finds this blade called Ladula. It's like a skeleton knife. Ladula. <laughs> we then cut to the next day where we meet our main character Millie. She is kind of a loser for seemingly no reason besides the fact that she has extreme anxiety issues. <laughs> <laughs> like she's super pretty and <laughs> there's no reason for everyone to be so mean to her yeah like even teachers are just like oh what's this are you a dumb bitch is that what's going on with you like, like her fucking dad died <laughs> like she'd be a little nicer to this girl 
But yeah, her mom is a is like an alcoholic because, like I said, her dad died, and her sister is a police officer. Millie only has two friends, named Josh and what is the girl's name? Nyla. They have, they have a nice little trio relationship. They're very loving to each other. I dig it. Yeah, I like their squad. Yeah, there's like usually in horror movies, there's someone in the squad. It's like, oh, you're definitely gonna die first because you're a piece of shit. Nope, these three are all pretty wholesome. They have a three-way special handshake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love that. Like Something we're going to develop when we yeah. meet in person we next. We're going to work on that, boys. <laughs> we're slacking. Basically, yeah, she's a loser. She has a crush on a boy named Boomer, is His it? His name's Dreamboat. <laughs> Dreamboat. It's, He's dreamy. It's Booker. Like Booker T. Booker. <laughs> Booker Hooker, they call him. And I noticed this time, this uh, I watched some of it today, that his last name is Strode, like Laurie Strode. It's on the back of his football jersey. No, well, not. Well, not. But yeah, Millie is the mascot for the football team for some reason, which is the like a woodchuck. beavers. Is the it a beaver? beavers, yeah. <laughs> it had no tail, so I assumed it was a woodchuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she gets left at the homecoming game alone after everybody leaves because her mom's passed out drunk on the couch and the, the butcher comes for her. My sister's gonna be here any second! She's a cop! With a gun! There's a a tense little scene where he chases her through the football arena out onto the field. But when he goes to stab her with the Ladula, a goddamn Aztec pyramid (laughs) appears below them. (laughs) (laughs) And when he stabs her, he gets hurt in the exact same spot. And then there's a little kind of trippy montage for a bit. And then they wake up the next day Freaky Friday style in each other's bodies. Freaky. Yeah, the sister, the sister chases him off before he can finish the job. So little she now knows she what know. the killer looks like. Oh, yeah. Little does she know that the killer doesn't look like the killer no mo. <laughs> and this is like show. 20 minutes into this movie. Like, there's a lot of build up to the point where it's like, Millie is like, oh, no, like... Oh, another important thing is Millie's talking to her crush, and he's like, set your clock five minutes fast, and you'll be on time for everything. Because the woodchop teacher, played by Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, is a fucking raging asshole. (laughs) He's the woodchop teacher. He's in succession, too. I love that guy. (laughs) Spin City. Spin City's own Cameron from (laughs) Ferris Bueller. (laughs) Vince Vaughn wakes up in a in a like abandoned factory crack house mannequin scary place. It's the funniest place to wake <laughs> up ever. Like there's fucking nails hanging out of mannequins' faces, and there's like skeletons hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, it's like it's like Jigsaw's fucking laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she is terrified. She runs into another homeless person who wants him to give him drugs. <laughs> She's like, what do I look like to you? Do I look like a teenage girl? He's like, you are on drugs. I want some. I want to feel like a teenage girl. Let me be a teenage girl. I'll suck your dick. (laughs) All of it. All of it. (laughs) I love that scene. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Can I ask you a question? What? Yeah. Just, you know, I'm just curious. What do I look like? Like when you're seeing me right now? Do I look like a, um, you know, do I look like a girl? Girl. Yeah. You know, like five foot five, very petite, blonde. 
<laughs> you're, you're fucking lying, man. You, 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 you got good drugs? You're high right now. Oh, no, no. I don't have the drugs. Come on, man. Give me some of those. That's good stuff. Please don't. I want to feel Please like don't. a teenage girl. I want to feel like a girl. Stop Stop coming coming back. Back. Come on. Come back. Come back. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Is this thing on? Welcome, happy campers, to Camp Tombstone. For the entire month of July, we are going to be talking about all of your favorite movies that take place at summer camp, telling spooky stories, roasting nuggets by the fire, and definitely getting high on horror. The girl wakes up with Vince Vaughn's evil soul in him, and she's just like, about to kill people, but then she gets breakfast and it seems to chill her out a little bit. Yeah, she's well, she's realizing that everyone isn't, like, scared of her. Like, she's inconspicuous, so if she plays her cards right, she can really make this last a while. But that is, I that's something, too. I thought a direction this movie was going to go, because the whole time Vince Vaughn, we've seen him so far, he hasn't talked at all, like a slasher villain does. He's a silent killer. And then when he switches bodies, he doesn't talk for the longest time as the girl either. But then eventually starts talking. I was like, oh, I thought he was going to be silent the whole movie. He turns out to be like a manipulative mastermind by the end yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, he's real smart. But yeah, he's, he's friends. Kill friends. <laughs> so Millie's on the hunt for her own body. Freaking the yeah. fuck out. Knowing that she must be like wanted <laughs> like people must know because <laughs> she's running into people thinking she's still like a, a teenage girl and she's this massive human being that the the media is like that's that guy he killed he killed people <laughs> how do you guys feel about vince vaughn's acting prowess just in general like, i love I'm, vince vaughn i, I think, think i do too <laughs> he is yeah. so believable as a teenage girl in this movie dude him him in comedy roles is fantastic and then like the juxtaposition of how good he does as the slasher in this is just chef's kiss but i just love like like i always think of like wedding crashers particularly where he just is kind of like riffing like (laughs) ad-libbing and it just is always so fucking funny you motorboating (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) like he's so good so i stand vince vaughn (laughs) <laughs> He's good in True Detective. Everyone said that season sucks, and I'm like, have you watched it? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That season sucks. Vince Vaughn's awesome. Yeah, I've only is. seen the scene where Colin Farrell beats the shit out of his kid's bully's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah. And then threatens to, like, kill his kid's entire family if he fucks with his son again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, Vince Vaughn is completely believable as a teenage girl. Like, completely. And uh, the only times that, that you kind of come out of it is, like, when he's interacting with other teenagers and you're like, wait, that's fucking Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of has, like, big vibes. Like, have you ever seen the movie Big? Long ago. With Tom Hanks. There's a scene where he, he gets put into a, not anyone else's body, but he gets bigger. Like, he gets older. So he goes from being a kid to being Tom Hanks. And then he has to convince his best friend that he is his best friend. And it's like the exact same scene in this movie. Except they don't. he doesn't think he's a murderer and big. <laughs> mm. So what happens from here? We, uh, we get a little dress-up montage of Vince Vaughn, evil bo- person, as the girl. 
and she turns smoking hot by putting on a jacket. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she yeah, was hot putting, before that. Putting a ponytail and some tight jeans and a leather jacket and having a pissed off look on her face. <laughs> Dude. But yeah, they both make their way to the, the school. She looks good in the leather jacket. Yeah, she does. Yeah, glow <laughs> up. It's real. That's what I'm saying. Like, But they try to, like, she's all that, even though, like, it doesn't work and she's all that either. Like, they always have these movies where they have a hot chick and they're like, look at her. She's not hot. She wears a dress and we did her hair weird. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> she's so beautiful. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, this whole time, there's been a bully girl. What's her name like? Ryler. Ryler. God. <laughs> Who the fuck would name their kid that? <laughs> suburban white mom. I had to look it up. I thought it was the best friend from the new Scream movie. The one that I said looks like Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But it Is wasn't it her? her. It wasn't the same girl, no. So that girl's like, you almost got killed last night. Girlfriend, we are best friends. We should talk about this in private. And uh, evil girl is like, yeah, we should. Let's fucking yeah, do that. I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. So they go into a room, and because Vince Vaughn's character... What is the bad guy's name? Is The the butcher. The, the butcher. We'll call him the butcher. The, the butcher, butcher is, like, staring at her, and she's like, um, excuse me, I'm not a lesbian, okay? <laughs> I've drank ten kombuchas today, so I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and you're gonna spill the tea. Which, apparently, in young people talk is talk about gossip. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Young I still people. don't get it. <laughs> So, uh, yep. Right in, young people. Let us know what that means. (laughs) And uh, Millennials are reviving the tea industry. (laughs) Get fucked, Applebee's and Chili's. Yeah, they're coming for you, Lipton. (laughs) (laughs) So um, when she goes to the bathroom, that girl sees Vince Vaughn is taking a shower. And she's like, oh, fuck, (laughs) the butcher's here. You need to hide. And uh, the actual butcher is like, follow me, and puts her in a cryogenic freezing chamber. <laughs> that goes to like negative 160. This high school, bro, <laughs> their sports program must be bussing. They have a fucking, they have some Oscorp shit in their locker room. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Green Goblin be like, yo, let me get some of that. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what kind of... They gotta be, like, straight-up NFL feeder school or something, man. (laughs) And, like, what purpose... Like, wouldn't there be an alarm or some kind of fail-safe to keep you from freezing into a solid mess? (laughs) Yeah, like, what the fuck? He turns into a literal ice cube and shatters into a million pieces. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, Millie Vince Vaughn finds her in the freezer and takes her out and she shatters on the ground. And my mom goes, that was, like, real. And I was like, everything up to this point wasn't, but I guess that's what a body would look like if it froze. Sure. You know what that scene kind of reminded me of? I forget which Final Fantasy, or Final, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, which Final Destination it is, but it's, like, the one where the two chicks get locked in the suntan beds. Yeah. And they both yeah. fry to death. Like, it had the same vibes as that. I was thinking Jason X when he freezes the girl's face in, like, liquid nitrogen and shatters it. That is also that. Millie finds her friends and there's a big fight scene that is so funny guys you're black I'm gay we are so dead somebody help us please they throw like a rack of hot tater tots at him (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, they they get chased through like this entire school, and we don't see another single person. (laughs) They're like the catacombs of the high school. They're running through the kitchen. There's no wait. There's no cook staff. (laughs) No lunch ladies to be found. They beat the shit out of him with ladles before he just like fucking kicks her in the baby maker and throws the dude against the ground. And they, she, like, reveals her deepest, darkest secrets. I'm not gonna hurt you. It's me, it's Millie. What kind of sick fuck are you? How does he know our name? Stop. And then they do the secret handshake, and they're like, oh my god, you really are Millie right now. I'm not sure how much more convincing it would have taken for me, but I feel like more, for sure. Be like, I'm Josh, I'm from, from fucking High on Horror, you gotta believe me. <laughs> Even though no, you've seen my face. <laughs> you're Vince Vaughn, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I would. You would think that if he knew their special fucking handshake or the fucking he, he, I think he also did the school dance. It's like you would just assume he's been watching you. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, you're totally the person uh, that you're talking about. Chris, you ever have to figure out if one of your friends is Vince Vaughn? <laughs> Somewhat. Uh, in that game, uh, Among Us, we have imposters. <laughs> And and I have to dictate who's lying. I don't know though if like honestly the handshake is pretty convincing because that's not a simple handshake. Yeah, and th- he nails it. Like how many times did they have to practice that I, shit? Like, I know that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, and I wonder how many different renditions of that handshake were put out before they settled on that one. It's like yeah, that it's one like they a, have in Spider Man. Ned and Spider Man have that special handshake. I'm like, mm-hmm. how many how many times they fucked that up? <laughs> I only ever had one special handshake with two other people, and it like I I was always the one who was like, and then what do we do? And they would just go on without me. <laughs> so now we have the trio back together again, and um, it becomes very apparent that everyone knows who Vince Vaughn is because they find Millie's body, and instead of being a brooding monster, she goes, "Help! Help!" And everyone comes running out to help, and they have to get away in, quote-unquote, the shit heap. And uh, the cops see him driving by, and they go, it's uh, a big white male, a uh, black girl, and an excited white. <laughs> I love how they pick like the car that Vince Vaughn's in the back of. It's just like the tiniest little thing. Like Can you move your seat up just a little bit? <laughs> just just a little more. Just a little more. <laughs> so they go to Mom's Work, which is the bargain hut or something. Bargain barn. And, uh, yep, yeah, go ahead. They're, they're going to make him, like, incognito by changing his clothes and finding a mask for him to wear. Uh, but then he never changes his clothes. But, yeah, he is... Uh, he gets to talking to his own mom and has like this huge heart to heart because they like Millie kind of feels obligated to kind of take care of her mom and less of herself because of uh, their dad dying. And but she's like giving her this empowering speech about being beautiful and all this shit. But she <laughs> thinks that this guy's like getting on her. <laughs> Would you like to go for a coffee or something? Ew, no. <laughs> I've had such a good time talking to you. I, we hardly know each other. I know, I know. And I, I haven't even seen you yet, but I think we have a connection. And I would like to know if maybe you would like to grab a, a coffee with me sometime. 
Ooh, God, no. <laughs> so this scene hit me different this time because uh, my uh, my stepdad passed recently and I was with my mom and it was just like the grief of losing a husband and stuff. And I was just like, I forgot about this scene in this movie. And uh, then I ended up having a heart to heart with my mom. Very similar to this movie. So there's actually some like substance to this of like actually being able to help people through media, which is kind of cool. Did you also say no to coffee? Uh, I, she didn't ask. She didn't ask me to dinner either, and then I didn't have to tell her I was married. Yeah. <laughs> Not this time. Not this time. That's nice, though. Good good job, buddy. I'm sorry yeah. that made you sad. No, it was, you know, it's a necessary life thing. I was like, yeah. are you sure you want to watch people get hacked into bits right now? And she's like, well, you want to watch it, so we should watch it. I was like, are you sure, though? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said yes, but she, uh, her opinion of this movie is different from mine. <laughs> are we getting a mom review at the end of this? Did oh, she hell tell yeah, we're getting a mom oh, review. Oh, hell yeah. Mom on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> In spirit. <laughs> So Hell no, they, you uh, go back to her house and you record this. <laughs> Throw it in at the end. <laughs> she did ask me, she goes, now tell me everything you're going to say in the podcast. And I was like, I don't know. I'll just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> um, so then they, uh, they decide that they're going to put a mask on him of a football player. Chris, who's that football player? Uh... Shit, who was it? Aaron oh, Aaron Rodgers, Rogers, or yeah, from the yeah. Packers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who this person is, but he was also the ho- he was also the host for Jeopardy for a little bit after Trebek died. <laughs> How do you do that with CTE? <laughs> I don't know, but he he had a killer mustache when he was doing it. That I do know. <laughs> Most so, importantly. Uh, he's like, how do killers do this? And he immediately takes it off. And uh, they come up with a plan to catch Millie. Is that right? Oh, no. Now we get Millie in the shop class. That's what the next thing is. Yeah. What a scene this is. Take it away, Chris. What happens? Yeah. She gets her fucking shit kicked in by (laughs) fucking Ferris Bueller guy. Shop teacher. (laughs) She goes back and like he basically tells her to fuck off and then she attacks him with a screwdriver but apparently he's like a fucking seventh degree black belt so he starts just <laughs> throwing down on her and doing like judo tosses well it's because he's used to being a big strong giant he's, and now he's in like a the body of like a five foot three girl <laughs> yes also that but this guy is like doing all this self-defense martial arts stuff and then he ends up getting he fucking like dumps her off his back at one point and she like hits the ground and she's just like she she's getting rocked and then she gets like one lucky hit off him and stabs him in the throat with the screwdriver finally and then like he's like falling back and she kind of like positions him up against this table with this like buzzsaw and then we get a very brutal buzzsaw kill. Cuts him in half vertically. Yep, we get the hot dog cut on this bad boy. And uh, my mom goes, you know, that would have shorted out immediately, right? Like, before it even got through his skull, it would have just stopped. And I'm like, Mom, this is a funny movie. This is funny, <laughs> funny murder time. Come on. 
Ma, you can't be picking it apart. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, this is not realistic at all. And I was like, but what about the gore? She goes, it's satire. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) So um, that was a pretty brutal kill. That might be my favorite kill in the movie. It's definitely up there. This dude gets cut in half vertically. (laughs) So gnarly. And then they come together somehow. Uh, yeah, the, they cancel. The school, the school winds up canceling the homecoming dance. And then uh, Millie says that they should have a party at the old factory where his hideout. Yes. <laughs> where, where Vince Vaughn woke up. Um, they're going to have a party there. It's basically so she can kill more people. <laughs> I mean, that's the M.O. Yeah. And uh, uh, the the main group figures out the medulla... Their El Medula. What is that? Ladula. What it's called? Ladula. They figure out that that's what the knife is for, and they can't figure it out because it's written in Spanish. So they get the Spanish teacher to tell them the like curse of Ladula, <laughs> and they're like, "Shit, we only have twenty four hours to kill Vince Vaughn." Yeah, so they have to. You have to stab the person that stabbed you before midnight, otherwise the switch is permanent. Luckily, they found that out on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> So then somehow they get their hands on, oh, the the party starts and uh, the football player is like hitting on Millie and she's like, you make my pussy drier than sandpaper and I can't wait to kill you. And that really (laughs) rocks his shit. He's he's real and he's like, what the fuck? I've never made a pussy dry. What the fuck? And um, he shooketh. At that. This uh, is the guy who at the beginning of the film threw a orange soda at the back of her head. And said that uh, she's the only beaver nobody wants to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then while they're at that party, there's a big chase scene trying to get Millie's body. And Millie, uh, they end up getting her. He, he, Vince Vaughn cracks her over the head with a fucking <laughs> mini mini golf putter. And um, they also get the, the love interest guy. He sees it all go down. They grab him so that he can't call the cops and knock him out too. Yep, Booker. Booker in the house. Booker! <laughs> Convincing him that Vince Vaughn was actually her <laughs> was so funny. Like, <laughs> Millie's going, he's lying, help me, please help me. And the acting is so bad, it's so funny. And he ends. Vince Vaughn ends up reciting a love poem that <laughs> Millie stuck in his locker to get him to believe that it's her. Meanwhile, it could have just been a dude who put that in his locker, like... <laughs> About that poem. Oh my gosh, please don't bring that up. That was a total mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake? Uh, well, you accidentally wrote it and you were just going by my locker and you tripped and it fell in? Yes, exactly. That's what happened. And then they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. Yeah, it gets real romantic between Vince Vaughn and this teenage boy. Yeah, they go to the police station to steal Ladula while Josh watches Millie at his house. <laughs> And uh, they they eventually get it, and then uh, but Josh's mom comes home. <laughs> yeah, Josh has her tied up in on a chair, and his mom comes home. She's like, "What the fuck is this? Isn't role playing a sex game? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay, um." Mom, I, I didn't want to tell you until I was ready, but 
I'm straight. <laughs> Joshua, you are many things, but straight isn't one of them. Now do me a favor and untie her. I can't. He's like, this is role play. And she's like, isn't that a sex thing? And he's like, yes. And she's like, come on now. And he's like, mom, I didn't want to have to tell you this, but I'm straight. <laughs> and she looks at him and she goes, you are many things, but straight is not one of them. Untie this curl right now. And she gets untied and chases them around with a knife. But because she's not a big, strong man, she can't burst through the wall like she wants to. So she leaves. And at the police station, uh, <laughs> while the uh, the friend girl, what's her name again, is uh, Nyla. Nyla is trying to get the evidence out of the evidence locker. Uh, the sister comes in, who's a cop, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And it takes Vince Vaughn's big scary body to catch her and throw her in a cell so that way they can get away with it. So they come and they find Josh and Josh is or no, Josh comes to the police station and almost gets hit by the police car, which Millie is some for some reason driving. And um, they uh, they're like, we gotta go to the 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 dance at the old factory, and we gotta stop this from happening. And then from there, the football players jump Millie's body, and they're like, you got three holes. There's three of us. We're gonna get get it down, get it going. And uh, she takes their whiskey bottle and smashes it over one's head, stabs the other one with it. Uh, there's a, a decent sized fight between the three of them and she fucking ices all three of them chainsaw. pretty brutally. There's a chainsaw. <laughs> chainsaw kill. What the fuck did you do to my friends, you fucking bitch? What are you doing? And then uh, what's the what's the kid's name is Josh. He shows up at the party and another football player grabs him and is like, I know exactly where Millie is. Come with me. And he takes him into a secluded room and he tries to make out with Josh. And Josh is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't have time for this. What are you doing? And he's just like, I'm not gay. You're gay. And he's like, obviously, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, he like then like threatens to kill him or something, and that's when the butcher Millie gets him with a hook. Everyone who dies in this movie deserves it to some degree. Like they're all bad people, which is yeah. The butcher's cool. having a have a great luck of finding a bunch of dickheads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. So she kills him with a hook. She somehow can burst through a wall there and kills him with a hook. I want my body back. Come and get it. There's a tussle, and they eventually get Millie's body pinned down. They go to stab him, stab him, her with uh, the medulla, ladula, ladula, and, and uh, the the watch goes off, and it's midnight. Oh no, they're trapped in each other's bodies forever. Or are they? Dun dun dun. Five. Their watch is set five minutes behind. Five minutes or previously. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> So they give him the old stab, their bodies switch back instantly, and uh, then they're facing off against Vince Vaughn, who just stabbed the main character, <laughs> so we're down somebody, and uh, luckily the police show up just in time to fill him with bullets, and he goes down. Yeah. But it's not over but yet. does it's he? <laughs> but does he go down? They uh, they put him in an uh, ambulance and they're driving away and he flatlines 
The only reason he flatlines is because he took the heart monitor off, and then it is pretty quickly implied that he kills everybody in the ambulance. Meanwhile, Millie and the family are hanging out at home, and uh, they're like, oh, we're so glad it's over. But this is a horror movie, people. They come back one more game, and uh, <laughs> Vince Vaughn comes in and is way scarier than he was at the beginning of the movie like way scarier (laughs) because now it's just actual vince vaughn beating the shit out of three women because he's talking (laughs) like yeah he doesn't have a mask on he's just in black pants and a black shirt beating the shit out of these ladies he's like you know what your problem is is your anxiety you'd be hot otherwise you got to stop being anxious there's your life lesson before i kill you and uh, through the power of, of family, they come together. <laughs> I think someone cracks him over the head with a frying pan. Um, I learned something when I was in your body, too. What's that? <laughs> Having balls sucks. They all just, like, team up and fucking Avengers-style beat the shit out of him like Ultron. Like, bum, 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 bum. And it does the camera pan thing, too, where, like, mom, sister, and uh, the main character, Millie, it does, like, the 360 pan around them in the living room. <laughs> bom, 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 bom. <laughs> and then Millie stabs him to death with a broken table. <laughs> and uh, then he's finally legit dead, assuming there won't be a sequel. I'll take a prequel. Give me a prequel where Vince Vaughn's just a silent killer the whole time. I want a prequel about high school drama. <laughs> I want a prequel. What was Millie's dad like? Tell us that story. <laughs> I want a prequel about the mask. <laughs> Show me the or. I want an origin story of the mask and Ladola. That would be what it's called, Ladola. 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 Yeah, no, I, I legitimately, though, like, I would love a a movie about the blissfield butcher before he gets the the life swap dagger yeah it's it's it is kind of it sucks that there can't really be a sequel to this because i'd totally watch a sequel i mean serial killer's never dead dude i mean he looked pretty fucking dead (laughs) how you gonna come back from that happy death day three vince vaughn's the bad guy that's true they could prequel that both those movies take place before freaking that would be crazy <laughs> that'd actually be really good all right uh jason blum you've heard us there's yeah. your answer we know you're listening sir yeah <laughs> don't be shy so my mom was like this movie is not what i thought it would be it took way too long for them to switch bodies and it was not it was just not what i wanted it to be it was too long blah 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 and i'm like mom this was an amazing well, an movie. hour and 37 minutes yeah like she, she <laughs> i think she just felt like she was getting dragged through it because she hates these kinds of movies but she admitted that she wanted she told me she wanted to see it probably because she wanted to spend time with her son oh hell yeah, yeah ma dukes five out of five <laughs> speaking of five out of five what's our rating system for this bad guy is it ladula's <laughs> ladula, ladula. Um, i'm good with ladula yeah yeah i gotta do that there's a scene where vince vaughn's peeing for the first time and he's just like whoa it's like a floppy anteater 
is, though. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong, folks. <laughs> Table saws, that would be a good one. Uh, poems, love poems from Vince Vaughn. <laughs> poems from Vince Vaughn kisses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. I think that's the one. Sultry Vince Vaughn kisses. I'll give it five out of five Vince Vaughn kisses. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I had to watch it three times for this podcast, but I loved every moment of it. <laughs> yeah, I would give it. I would probably give it a four. Probably a four point five. What what takes that point five away for you? I wish we could have seen some more kills. Like yeah. my favorite part of it was Vince Vaughn being a menacing slasher, but there's not a ton of that in here. Like the beginning of this reminds me a lot of Friday the Thirteenth, the remaster. It's just like the secondary group that all just gets butchered, mm-hmm. um, which I freaking loved. I just wish I wish we could have seen more of Vince Vaughn, which is honestly it doesn't really take anything away from this movie because this movie is not as much about him. It's more about Millie. But give me yeah, the they should have just left it the end where like he gets shot and then have him like a right at the end that he's still alive or something, and then you could have done a sequel. That would have been freaking sick. Yeah, I mean, we've had some time to ruminate on this since we last watched it. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure we gave it the Kakoa Shaw last time because I'm also giving it a 5 out of 5 because I can think of very few things about this movie I would change. Like, yeah, sure, it's not believable, but it's the, a beautiful blend of comedy and horror. And Vince Vaughn is a, an incredible actor. He is so believable as a teenage girl until he's sitting in the backseat of a car with a teenage boy talking poetry. <laughs> then they make out for a second and he goes, maybe we should stop kissing until my hand isn't bigger than your whole head. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I'm just like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. So I'm giving it five. Are you sure you're sticking with 4.5, Chris? Well, we average them together. So even if I don't give it a five, it's still a Kakoa Shaw approved. I mean, he kills 12 people in this movie. That's a pretty high amount of kills. That is true, but the the big ones that stand out to me personally are the, the first four in the beginning and then like the last three at the end. They are kind of all huddled together. Yeah. You get four right away, you get two right, right next to each other, and then you get like six all together at the end. Now it's it's a it's an awesome movie. I love all these movies in this Happy Death Day universe. Like I hope they keep expanding it. Hell yeah. So there you have it, folks. Freaky five. Five out of five on the freaky. Freaky. Kakao. <laughs> rises from the grave. Freaky. It's freaky. Speaking of freaky things, we have merch. <laughs> Yes, we do. It's freaky how good our merch is. Yeah. <laughs> it's freaky that you haven't bought it already. So go go on over to our Threadless store, which is uh, com. Get yourself a Kakoa Shaw approved shirt. Get yourself a Tombstoner shirt. Get yourself an evil skunk <laughs> that says leave us alone shirt. <laughs> we got those She's So Hot shirts coming for sure. Yeah. All, all sorts of logos. We got... More logos you can shake a stick at. <laughs> more more logos than you can throw a tricycle at. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppy breakfast. You remember yeah. that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a cool logo, too. I made that myself. <laughs> yep, so if you want to uh, check out the merch, don't uh, definitely buy it for your own enjoyment. Don't think that by buying 11 shirts we're going to get even $11, because we're not. 
So if you're mm-hmm. just being supportive, do it because you love us. Don't do it because you want to pay us. Just pay us. And you can uh, hit my Venmo at... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't pay me. Anyway, um, we also have socials, which I believe is H on H pod on all of them. Am I not? Am I correct? All of them. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Everywhere. If you can think it, we have it. Parlor. MySpace. <laughs> Metaverse. Grinder. Grinder. <laughs> I'm no. trying to convince the boys we should do an OnlyFans, but they're not feeling it. Tell us if you want us to make an OnlyFans. We got a Tumblr. Yes, yes please tell us whether you do or do not want us to do an OnlyFans. You remember Quibi? We were making short films on Quibi. <laughs> Zanga? You guys remember Zanga? <laughs> Catch us on the Tangelo Network. I just made that one up. <laughs> that's, that's, I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you're listening to us. It, it definitely helps the show. Especially we, the Tangelo Network. We might even start uh, on our uploading service. There's like an area where you can put in polls for anybody who's listening on Spotify. We're going to put Dang. some polls on there. Yeah, yeah. Go to Spotify or Anchor, and and uh, you can you can take place in a poll. Yeah, this week's yeah. poll is which Venmo would you rather send money to? <laughs> Democratics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else, well, we should also it... announce our, about July. Oh no! Oh, talk about July. that a little bit. All of July, we will be doing summer camp movies. Yeah, uh, we will. So go into fat off. camp. Pack your short <laughs> shorts. Get your sunscreen. Put a dollop on your nose. Yeah. We're not fucking around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grab your life vest because the water's going to be deep. Deep of sweet, sweet content. We're yeah. kicking it off with Sleep, sleep away, away Camp. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's a really, really great, fun episode. So definitely look forward to that. And uh, yeah, we will be back next week with something else that's great. But until then, remember, life is tough. So why not get high on horror?